have. We had such a great weekend. Want to tell everybody what we did? We got to watch the BTS concert, which I liked it. That was my first online concert. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to make this quick. There was a whole debate when 2020 happened. We talked about this last time when I talked about the online Mm -hmm. concert thing that I think a lot of armies are very appreciative of what BTS did because no other artist was doing it. And when BTS was doing it, oh, now everybody's doing it, including international artists. By the way, it flopped. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but here's Beam was good. Beam was good. Like, I was just like, I candy right there. Right? His outfit. Oh my God. The little ruffles mm-hmm. here. And then the flared out pants. Oh my God. And then who was it? I think it was Hobie. Let me see. Hobie Jimin. Somebody else out. Help me out. Maybe it was Jungkook. But like, they were, they were wearing like mesh, like mesh t shirts. So we saw. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not it's not yeah <laughs> and how they did black swan i freaking loved it how the backup dancers came and they looked like an actual i said okay and then they do the do your thing see that's my favorite part is when they rock like that i'm like hey <laughs> that's I, my song you know and i watched them live for a while and um Black Swan, the, it was like stay with the transition of Black Swan has been done so elegantly. When I saw that in LA, dude, I was gagging because I was there. You know what I mean? Like, it's so different. Like, I get the whole thing where people are like, oh, you know, watching an online concert is not the same as watching a concert uh, live. But the thing is, I was like, they didn't have to do this. They did it. Also, it filled their pockets, you know, their money and stuff like that. But they did it. But I enjoyed it. I'm so happy you enjoyed it. I can't wait till you see them actually live. So Yeah, because I did say it yesterday that I enjoyed it, but I know that it would be more lit live. Because I'm probably screaming hearing them sing black. So I'm like, ah! Dude, oh, I don't have it out, but I can't wait till you get your first army bomb. Mm-hmm. I totally get one. I want to get another one just to decorate it because I've seen other armies like decorate their army bomb and I'm like, I want to do it too. <laughs> Save to buy two, one for myself and one for the future as a collectible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, since Wendy is gone. Dang, who's going to do hot I- topics? <laughs> Um, Guys, oh. let's talk about what's going on. If you like what I'm doing, <laughs> clap. Clap if you like it. <laughs> so, hey, what's going on with you, Yasmin? Even though we discussed it in the ramble that we just did. We are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives. Relationship gossip. And occasional politics. I was geeking and having fun. Let's geek. You know what we did? We did it backwards. Yeah, right. We our roles. <laughs> but you did great. You did great, though. I Thank got. You. And I'm Yaz. Of course. So we are going to get started. So did you want to go first, or did you want me to go first? Uh, let's start off with you, because I think uh, what you're going to bring up is very important. 
Yep, so our first segment is what you geeking about? So I don't mean to start off depressing, but I'm geeking about Young Thug. And for those of y'all who don't know Young Thug, which I would expect y'all because music is fire. He's a producer and he's a rapper, you know, musician. And, you know, now he's a landowner, which, you know, we'll talk about another day. Oh. Yeah. He has, I believe, I hope I'm correct, five kids by three different women. I do apologize that I don't know the count. His, the mother of his first two sons, basically his first children, Mm -hmm. passed away three days ago. And it's very sad. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very sad. She was actually um, with him since she was 14 years old. Well, since they were kids, she was with him before he was oh, young. So like a childhood. Yeah, love. that was her first love. He was her first oh. love. So, you know, I think she got pregnant at 15 or 16 and had the first son. And then, of course, later on, she had the second son before they, you know, separated. She was murdered three days ago over a bowling ball. Yeah, that she was murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she you was- told me, I was like, "What?" Yep. So the story is that her one of her best friends was having a bowling ball party for her child. Um, for her child, so she just went there having fun, chilling, relaxing, and she got into an argument with two people at the bowling ball. I mean, at the bowling ball, you know, God knows, I can only make an assumption. Maybe she took their bowling ball or she took theirs or so. And they had like a little argument, you know, just something stupid and something extremely petty. About an hour, yeah, about an hour goes by right after the fact. So here she is, you know, saying goodbye to, you know, her best friend's family and she's walking to her car. The, one of the people, this is a husband and this is a wife. They have not released the names, at least as of the time that we're talking about this. As she's walking to her car, minding her own business, the husband takes out a gun and shoots her dead. Yep. Yep. He shot her. And the craziest thing about it is that his wife was there when he did it. Yeah. Right. So the mother of Young Thug's first child is now gone over a bowling ball tiff. Yeah, you're gonna do life in prison over a bowling ball. This woman who whose oldest child is 14 years old lost their mother because of a bowling ball. Can you imagine growing up and telling you, like your girlfriend or whoever wants to know what happened to your mother? But then again, it's on the news and it's already recorded now. So it it's sad. It's so sad. Like and. <sighs> The thing about it that really upsets me, and I really feel bad for, you know, not remembering her last name, I believe her first name. If there's an error with it, don't worry, in the comments section of our um, podcast, we will put a correction, and I will definitely make sure to put her whole name. I believe it's Lakeisha or Latavia, that's her first name, apologies in advance. Everybody keeps referring to her as Young Thug's baby mama, Young Thug's baby mama, Young Thug's baby mama passed away, Young Thug's baby mama was shot in a bowling alley. And personally, I find it very, very disrespectful to her and her memory and to my family. Yeah. Of course, I yeah, I've been on, mm-hmm. I've been on Black Twitter, you know, and everybody got something to say on Black Twitter. And some of the most disrespectful comments that I've seen are people saying 
BS like, oh, well, at the end of the day, how are we supposed to know who she is if she didn't have a tidy on thug? To be honest, none of y'all will probably even care. First off, to the people who are thinking that, there are ways to do that by being respectful. Mm-hmm. So Lakeisha, mother of young thugs, children, that's it. It doesn't have to be baby mama, baby mama, baby mama. Like, that's just so disrespectful, especially since he has a good relationship with her. That was his first love. And you just sit here, mm -hmm, and I don't even mean to get violent because I don't wish death on nobody, people. I don't. But karma's going to come for that ass. I was talking to a friend, even on Twitter. I was just like, you know, fuck the cops at this moment. I say, you got to take this to the streets. I said, Yasmin, this is street justice at this point. This is not going to be cops justice. God even knows what the cops are going to do. We can only just have faith that they're going to do their job. Young Thug is a rapper. He doesn't need to use his power or anything to destroy these people's lives. But at the end of the day, this dude is hood hood. He comes from the mother effing streets. So me as a person, I mean, I'm not trying to act hard because I'm suburban, you know, hood, which is what I joke. I grew up around a suburban, you know, area, but of course yeah. I know how half the hood works. Yeah. I'm just over here like fucking destroy that ass. Take care of this shit now. Take care of this shit. And don't worry, they don't take they're gonna handle that shit. Mm. So if you hear anything about the husband and the wife, I already called it. Trust and believe they're going to handle that shit. You're going to kill somebody over a fucking bowling ball. Somebody is motherless. Two children are motherless over a bowling ball. And of course, from the articles. Exactly. It's so stupid. Like people need to control themselves. And from what I'm reading, the articles, and it's obvious it's going to happen. The oldest child is going through it. Yeah. I mean, they lost a mom. Somebody lost a mom, a mm-hmm. sister, a daughter over a bowling ball. Like a bowling ball. World. You gonna do life over a bowling ball. It, that is crazy to me. Like, you know, I'm done with what I'm geeking about in this moment, but it just pisses mm-hmm. me off because I'm not gonna say that whole, this is black on black crime. Black on black crime doesn't effing exist. Do black people kill black people? Yes. White people kill white people. Latin people kill Latin people. But you don't hear people saying, this is white on white crime. This is Indian on Indian crime. Like whoever is running that bullshit, stop saying that. Stop saying that. But even bringing up to see a black man with his black wife kill a black woman over a motherfucking bowling ball. Like that's just crazy to me. Like, we need to stop this. Yeah. Look, you know, I'm gonna just end it there before I get irritated. I'm gonna just end it there. Y'all understand it. We're gonna post an article about this, but this is just ridiculous. Yeah, hopefully we could get justice for her. If not, you know, <sighs> young thug. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what am I geeking about? Okay, I told you this cat. Okay, so uh, my daughter's godmother told me about this show called Marriage Proposal that is on Netflix and it is a K-drama. <clears throat> me uh, me and a few of my friends, we love uh, reading manga, right? And uh, with the birth of Webtoon, like, dude, Webtoon is a whole different, like, animal. And also, I, I just love that there are independent 
um, animate, or I don't know if I'm saying animators, illustrator, uh, somebody else, I guess somebody else uh, helped me out here, where like, um, you know, you, you have the mangas where it's like publishers or whatever, and they'll pick it up, but then you have webtoons. So Kat, if you and I had a story together, we can go hire uh, someone who does uh, anime illustration and they can create the story for us and we upload it on webtoon. It's really Great. fucking cool. Yes. Um, anywho, so the reason why I talk about webtoon is that marriage proposal comes from a story that's in webtoon. I can't remember which platform it is currently, but um, she told me about it. And then at first I was like, uh, sure. You know, I did the whole thing where I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably like what you're probably going to do to me because I sent you the clip <laughs> or I sent you uh, the Netflix show. And then you're probably like, sure, I'll check it out. Never does. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I will. I will and then I'll get irritated like it took me about two weeks to watch Squid Game when my coworker, um, my supervisor told me I'm like oh. I'm getting to it I will and then I did and I'm like oh, well you were there you were there yeah I was when there I anxiety the first episode <laughs> well I can tell you this there's no anxiety in this episode nothing but your classic rom-com so this is a marriage proposal it's a rom-com so it's based on a webtoon story and um, I know a few people, and that, here's the thing, there's no complaints. Usually there's always complaints when a story gets changed from its original source, but everybody seems to like the direction that the show is going. Right now they have six episodes released as I'm currently speaking. So um, I think sometime in April would be the last episode. It's only 12 episodes long. So um, yeah, uh, Marriage Proposal is pretty much, um, a character, our main girl, her name is Hattie, right? Yeah, Hattie. And um, her best friend is going through this thing where the father wants the best friend to go through a, what, what is it, marriage contract, or sorry, blind date for like an arranged marriage. But she doesn't want to do that because she actually wants to fall in love, like for real. So she gets her best friend, Hattie. Yo, that you know, that's relationship goals, right? Like, Kat, if I told you, Kat, you know what? My parents are trying to make me marry. I don't want to do this. Can you go and pose? I mean, I don't know how that's going to work because, you you know, we two different shades. <laughs> but like, I already knew where this is going. Yeah. But like, you know, I go and tell you, hey, can you act as my blind date and just like go scare him off? It, it, that's pretty much what she makes Hattie does. So she pays her and everything like that. The problem lies is that this guy, he's like, uh, he's portrayed as this handsome CEO and I'm about to get into this whole freaking genre. Oh my God. Anyways, so he's this handsome CEO. He goes on the blind date because it's not really spoiler, but he goes on the blind date to get his father off his, uh, sorry, his grandfather off his back because, you know, he's like, hey, yo, I'm getting old. I need grandkids. Go get yourself a wife. <laughs> And so like, um, you know, the funny thing is that he ends up trying to marry Hadi and then uh, there's this whole like, mm, how should I say the whole episodes is like this, you know, buffoonery, this clownery and stuff like that, because Hadi has to pretend that she's her best friend. So it, it's funny. It's a it's a classic, cute rom-com. It's a K-drama and I freaking love it. I honestly told my friend, I know you don't watch K-dramas, but for my K-drama lovers out there, 
this type of rom-com it's like very re reminiscent of the early 2000 k-drama rom-com and the best that i can think of that pops up in like in my head right now is boys over flower let me oh, tell you boys wait have you seen that my friend Siandra, shout out to Siandra. She has been on my ass to watch that for years. Oh, what are you saying? Like, Boys yes. over flowers. Dude, that's where my love initially for Lee Min Ho came out. I said, who is this man? <laughs> I mean, every time he plays a character is very problematic, but I, like, I don't know there's a weird so moving on so yeah i recommend this uh show uh marriage proposal is out on uh netflix right now however it's only up to six episodes they have 12 episodes uh total so i think they release it every like tuesdays and thursdays or something like that so be mindful you're not gonna be able to binge watch it because they're still putting out episodes so maybe oh, it's just still on? yeah it's it's on uh-huh it's ongoing mm-hmm the show oh. but the the webtoon it's i believe it's completed so hmm. yeah so definitely check it out i i love it dude i'm obsessed because the shenanigans that they have they're so cute okay let me get to the real tea about this show and why i'm actually watching it all right so you know how i just said that i was over watching k-dramas mm -hmm. okay so my thing is the reason why i stopped is because you know, certain things were getting repetitive, characters were being repetitive and all this stuff. One of the biggest issue I have when it comes to stories, period, when you have a character like the CEO, um, this is going to be no spoil, like, uh, I don't think a spoiler, I'm gonna try my best not to make it spoiling, but one of my pet peeves of whenever they make a character, um like have this thing where they've never fallen in love cat they don't know what that feeling is you know they have no interest in being in a relationship and anything like that right there are certain shows that kind of like forces the character to fall in love where it's like you know it's like oh i hate you and then the next episode you know what i saw you trip and i fell in love and it's like huh where's the story development in this and I think Marriage Proposal does some, I haven't read the, well, I'm currently reading the Webtoon version of it. So I'm trying to see like the comparison. However, I'm already episode five in the show. And I can tell you every episode they're giving me exactly what I'm like, okay, okay. For now, I give it an 8.5 out of 10 for the show. I'm, I'm the, the rating's going to change once the show is completed. So I want people to know before they get pissed off at me. Hey, why? putting 8.5 now let me tell you <laughs> you know there's right. always that one listen i'm only on episode five and i'm giving it 8.5 okay take it or leave it <laughs> but my thing is every episode they do this thing where like you know every, their conversation's natural right um even though it's like all this shenanigan you know she's having to put on a wig to pretend like she's her best friend and stuff like that but um I like that they're changing the CEO, like, uh, I, I forget his name, but the CEO to like start realizing like, shit, why do I care about this girl? Now we're realizing he's actually becoming invested in her. Now he's getting the feeling, you know, 
that that's what I like. It's like a growth of a character. So, you know, that uh, that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. But most most of it, like I, I've realized I've read way too much marriage contract. And that's what that fault that genre falls under the marriage proposal. Well, clearly it's in the name. Like, let me tell you, these marriage proposal contract cat, they're very like, how did I I describe it to you yesterday? I felt like those like housewives that reads those like sex novels. (laughs) (laughs) That's me with marriage contracts. So, but a lot of them are problematic because it has, they're, for some reason, they have this trope for the CEO to, to do the R. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, why? Like, why? And then the girl falls in love. Like, they literally pulled um, Cuidado con el Ángel. Do you remember me talking about that novella? Cuidado con el Ángel? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Which one is that about? It's it's the one where... um. Maite Perroni and um oh god what's the, what's that guy, Latin guy again um ooh I'm fa- falling in a bank okay you probably know the meme it's the meme where the girl is blind and she gets hit on a car and she's rolling on the, yeah. on the car and hits yes, her head I remember that scene. that's cuidado that's cuidado con el angel well anyways the premise of that show it's like in the first episode the girl is running away because she got you know the r from the guy and then the writers thought like it would be a cool idea to like let's find a way to make her fall in love with her artist so that's that's what a lot of these marriage contracts does and it's just it's weird so i mean it's it's a weird trope but when you pass that some of them they're really good um, I'm glad that there are some marriage contracts that don't even have that. So, yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just really geeking about that, man. I was really, I'm really obsessed with that show. I can't wait to you. It's a beautiful, funny rom-com. Like everything and the chemistry between the actors, whoever casted them, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Whoever casted them. <laughs> <laughs> so now to get to our main topic, what are we geeking on, Yasmin? Villains. Yeah, we're geeking on villains. So we're going to pick some villains that, you know, are villains villains or are they misunderstood? You know? Sure. Do you want me to get started? Mm-hmm. All right, first villain I'm going to pick, and this is a very popular villain. The Joker from Batman, DC Comics, is a bat. Well, I, I was about to say, is the Batman. The Batman. <laughs> is the Joker a villain? In my opinion, yes, he is. He's evil. But you got to understand what the origin of the Joker is. Like, no matter what comic you read, there's not a standard origin of the Joker. There's so many. There's like different, like, depending on yep. the universe, his, uh, mm-hmm. his change or like his background. Yeah, there was one where he's a comedian and his wife was pregnant and something happened to his wife and she passed away and it drove him insane. But the most popular one is when he was a criminal, you know, and he took on the persona Red Hood. And of course, this version of it is that, you know, he was doing, you know, a criminal crime with a bunch of people 
and Batman was doing what he does best, just pulling up on people and beating their ass, you know, <laughs> randomly. Yeah. yeah, and in the process of him running, he basically fall, um, trips over the rails and falls into like a big pool of chemicals and it drives him nuts. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made his lips red, gave him pale, pale skin that's basically white, turned his hair Kinda green. Like what they did with the Suicide Squad. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, basically that, and he just went. But they mad. romanticized the F out of that. <laughs> oh my God, we really need to stop romanticizing this. The Joker has his controversies because he's just plain evil. For example, he killed Jason Todd. I don't know if you remember that storyline. Jason Todd is the second, um, yeah, is the second Robin oh, after yes, um, Dick yes. Grayson. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, when he killed a uh, uh, Robin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the second Robin. I honestly forget the storyline behind it, but it was a very controversial storyline. Let's be honest, I agree. Jason Todd was one of the worst, like, Robins. He sucked. He was boring. <laughs> what, ho, why is you here? Like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> And, you know, the people who are reading the comments got to vote on the ending, like, hey, does Jason Todd live or does Jason Todd die? You as a reader pick. And most readers pick that he should die because they were just over it. He beat him and beat him and beat him with the, you know, rail. What's it called? A crowbar. And then he died. Yes. Another thing that ended up happening is that, of course, Barbara Gordon, who is basically Batgirl, he shot her, put her in a wheelchair, and she became the Oracle later. Do you, I guess the question that I'm asking is, was everything the Joker did justified, even though they were just heinous acts? And I think it really depends on what version of events that you're watching with it. Like take the movie that came out a few years ago with Joaquin Phoenix, who won an Oscar for that movie, because yes. that movie was so good. It was so good. The Joker, You did you see that? You know, that was one. Okay, I keep meaning to watch it, but like I have so many other stuff to watch, but I am going to get around to it. It's just such a shame I didn't watch it when everybody else watched it. Like, you know, given that I do love uh, the DC universe. And you know what, DC, come on, give us something like, (sighs) we need justice. Like Marvel can't always have the glory, man. I mean, the only like DC comic I'm invested in is Batman. Personally, I think Marvel's better. Batman's my favorite superhero. I I love everything Batman. My car is decorated inside Batman. I don't do it on the outside because I'm trying to prevent my like prevent my car from being stolen. But I think one of the biggest things behind the Joker is mental health. Mm -hmm. Mental health because everything the Joker was a psych ward so. Yeah, he was basically, I mean, the Joker is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Like, he's ju- he's just crazy. And I agree with you. How many times has he been in Arkham Asylum? And he's, like, escaped, you know? No- <laughs> Honestly, I feel like at this point, they do it on purpose. So, exactly. you know what? Exactly. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Batman but- actually plots his <laughs> escape so he can always go and beat his ass. <laughs> Because, you know, I always feel like there's some type of weird, I don't know what it is, like, I don't want to call it a bromance, but, like, some type of weird relationship between Batman and Joker. 
Because the yeah. Joker literally can't exist without Batman. Exactly. Didn't yeah, didn't they play something like that? Like in one yeah. of the episodes, they did something uh, or they played around with the idea like where Joker's yeah. like, he was like, what do you mean, Batman? It's not, or is that, what was, or what, am I imagining it? This wasn't- No, 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 there was a storyline about that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was in the animation version. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's watched The Joker and with Joaquin Phoenix, if you haven't, you really need to watch it. It's so good. The theme around it was mental health. The Joker in that movie, it really, really could have been prevented how, like, with how he became it. Because he was depressed. He came from a job that treated him like shit. He was in love with a chick next door who he knew he could never have. And every single... You okay? I gotta sorry, sorry, I gotta sneeze. Oh <laughs> I wasn't trying to interrupt you. Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh-huh. And every time he went to therapy session, it was so obvious that his therapist was not invested in him. And for a person like me who goes to therapy, I kind of understood where he was coming from. Like my current therapist is amazing. But when I first started, I did not like my very first therapist. To be honest, the best thing she ever did was recommend another therapist. That's the best thing she ever did to me because she was really effing pissing me off. There is a section in that movie that, oh, that I felt that in my heart where he was talking to his therapist and he told his therapist, like, I woke up in the morning, I got coffee or something like that. And I really felt good. Like, you know, it was a good day for me. And she's just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Da da da. And he's smoking a cigarette and he sat there and he goes, every time I come here, you ask how my day is. And I always say it's depressing, it's this, and it's that. And for the first time ever, I say I'm in a good place. He said something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't pay attention at all. You basically let that go over your head. And when I tell you I felt that comment through my soul, he got his ass beat on a train. Nobody cared about him. Nobody invested in the Joker. So with everything that's going on, Wait, he had no- part of the, the, the movie? Yeah, the Joker movie. It? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm talking about this version. Oh, so, okay, I'm, I'm gonna uh, jump in after you're finished because there's yeah, something so that I wanna talk about. Because he had nobody, it's like, it was understandable why he became who he was in that version. It's like, I've got nothing to lose. I don't have a family. The chick that I have a crush on, by the way, I'm, I'm doing spoilers. The chick that I have a crush on, she really don't even know who I am. To be honest, her being nice to me and stuff, I imagined all of that in my head. I don't have a single thing to depend on. Nobody gives a F about me. So why not just do what the F I want? Especially yeah. when he was sitting down on that talk show talking to you know the talk show show host and he's Mm -hmm. just like yeah I killed him and he said you think you can just kill somebody and do what you want and he said yeah I can because I want to and then blows his head off (laughs) you know it doesn't get crazier than that it doesn't get more (laughs) villainous than that do you want to yeah no um you know I'll save it for my segment but there's something that I want to say that I've been I've been really loving what writers are doing for villains right now but um uh but wrap up your your thoughts and then I'll get into my whole idea after 
But the thing about the Joker, the Joker doesn't have an actual, like, like we said earlier, he doesn't have an actual storyline. So can we really sit here and say the Joker is a villain? Like, is he one or was he made out to be one? Like when he fell in the vat of chemicals, he oh. just became it. He was just a criminal just trying to do what he needed to do for money. In the movie, The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, the reason why he became a Joker is because nobody gave a fuck about him. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when you see the Suicide Squad, you just see him as a guy who was just bored and had really no excuse. He just wanted to be the Joker. And he just got fun out of fucking with people. It just gave him enjoyment. And then he was abusive yeah. and saw nothing wrong. It's like, I you mean, know, I how he like that in the comics, too. Yeah, so, there's different <laughs> versions of Joker, which is really, really interesting like with the dark knights version how he always made up you know how he became how he is how he got his scars one of the comments which is what you made earlier is when in the dark knight he said you complete me like oh. we're destined to do this forever because yeah. you complete like me his, yeah his motive is the relationship he has with batman and it's almost like i don't want to say they're love but you know like there's yeah. this, this relationship because even so the joker said you'd be nothing if it weren't for me like what are you gonna do go get the riddler absolutely yeah. not because if you look at the relationship batman has with the joker compared to all the other villains yeah it's not about the money it's that about weird me. romance man <laughs> because, like it's not about the money it's mm -hmm. about the statement, like when he burned the money in the dark night. And another thing, I want to connect that to Harley Quinn, how manipulative he can be as a villain. He mm -hmm. turned Harley Quinn into him, which is interesting because Harley Quinn was his psychiatrist. She's the one that's supposed to heal him, but he ended up switching the tables around her. We already know he was an abusive guy. He yeah. beat her ass all the time, like Ike and Tina. But, but the also, difference, like, she showed some vulnerability to him, and that's how mm -hmm. he was able to get it because she ended up. Remember, from her perspective, what she told us is that she ended up falling in love with with the patient, even though she knows this is wrong and I'm not supposed to. And it, and because I swear, it's a very typical guy thing. Once guy finds mm -hmm. out that we would do anything for him or for the guy it, it, they'll find ways to manipulate us try to trick us and then we're, we're here thinking we'll always do the wrong by by them so yeah. and you know harley even said it i just think mr j's very misunderstood if i can do my best you know harley yeah. she always says it like my baby every time she sees a joker he just goes bop bop uh, yeah. slaps her and she's just like it's okay He's just misunderstood. He's just lashing out because he's mad, but that's my baby. But the thing about it is that when Harley Quinn leaves, he goes after her. You see? Mm -hmm. Do you ever think that the reason why he does it is because that's all he has? You see? But no, so in the new series, he, he did her wrong. Remember mm -hmm. there was the one where like he brought in a new girl or whatever? Oh, Jinx. Jinx. Oh. I need to read that comic. Jinx yeah. is crazier than him, apparently. Like they match each other's energies, but she's crazier. But well, what was I that mean, saying? What was that saying? Um, oh God, we talked about it with the. Uh, you got the right one. Yeah, you got the right <laughs> one. 
I mean, Harley is over him. Harley's like, I can't do this anymore. And he had to replace her. But the difference between Harley and Jinx is that Jinx ain't going for that shit. She's she's basically saying to the Joker, like, how hard do you want to go? Because I'm about that and you about that. But, you know, I got the upper hand. You know, I could sit here and say that the Joker as a villain is a very misunderstood villain. I really, truly think he is. But with all the evil stuff that he does, it's like you're kind of torn in between the middle. I hope the way I'm explaining, like, the Joker makes sense to people. It's like, I'm not going to say he's an anti-hero. You know, no, he's he's definitely not an anti-hero. Yeah, he's not an anti-hero. Like, I wish there was a name for him because there are times where you sit there and you're just like, I'm Team Joker. I understand where he's coming from at this moment in this storyline. But then there's another storyline where it's just like, you just straight up evil as fuck, man. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that, you know, the Batman doesn't believe in killing. There are times where I sit here and I think back Batman's a villain, even though this focus is on Joker, and I love Batman, because you allow the Joker to do whatever he wants. You've always had the power to take him out, but you don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, no, I, I, you know, it's kind of like what I told you. It's like, they, what else is he going to do? Exactly. Exactly. That's why I feel, even though he does it to everyone, I feel that the Joker is a special case. How many people could have been saved or be alive today if Batman had taken out the Joker? Real people. No, or I'm just saying, like, comic book-wise, Barbara Gordon wouldn't be in a wheelchair. Sure. Todd, um, y- you know, Jason Todd wouldn't be gone. Like, I just sit here and I just think about it. Like, can you imagine a world without the Joker? Mm. It's scary in a way. Even though it would make the world a better place, it's kind of scary. Didn't they kill the Joker in, in one of the in one of the series? Wasn't he killed? Um, yeah, I know which movie. You're, I don't remember the movie it is, but yeah, Batman. It was an animated I, movie, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Movie? Batman didn't kill him. I forget what um Robin it was, but oh, um, that okay, Robin, okay, okay. Yeah, it was accidental. I just remember the Joker dying or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was accidental, and you know the Batman retired and all that, <laughs> but you know the Joker came back because he's smart. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, if you've ever played the game Injustice, he ended up Ooh. killing Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can, can I just say, um, on like, on the side note, uh huh. Can I just say, okay, because I played the Injustice series, somebody brought this to my attention, and I agree. Wouldn't it be interesting if they can finally make uh, Superman a villain? They they almost did it with Batman and Superman, but we're not Mm -hmm. gonna talk about that trash, whatever. But like in the Injustice video game, when you play the storyline, I think I I won't give any spoilers, but like when you play it, it's like you can see that like he becomes pure evil. It's not even like a motive for being his evil, you know, like most characters that we're about to talk about, but it's just like, he just turned into this like nut job, you know, and we had almost the taste of it in Batman and Superman, what, you know, in that other scene, but it's just like, yo, Superman as a villain might be a little bit too scary. 
So mm-hmm. maybe it is good that he's on the good side, it's but like, he's one of those guys that try me. I will destroy the world. <laughs> he would Thanos like, us. <laughs> Joker has such a unique power. It's like, I wish there was a word for like being a villain and being like, you know. Yeah, because I don't think he falls under the anti-hero like realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just blame mental health for the fact that the Joker is the way he is today. Mm-hmm. Because you do like, think about it. I'm not trying to, you know, I hate to like switch the topic Like you got school shootings that happen. Then you got people who take a firearm and then they off their family randomly. It's all to do with mental health and what happens when you're not treated, especially watching the Joker. That's the best version of mental health. It could have mm-hmm. been prevented so you just sit here like, is the Joker really a villain or did we fail him? You know, like geek listeners, let us know. Like, I hope I made my point and it kind of makes sense what I'm saying because I feel like I was rambling a little bit. Mm. But like, I just always found that his background just like freaking unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to speak for everybody, but like in our generation, like I think Joker was one of the favorite villains for mm-hmm. some people. Mm-hmm. Very manipulative. Then you got the Two Face. I always love Two Face. <laughs> Poor Harvey Dent. Poor Harvey. Yeah. He went from a good guy to a maniac. Poor Harvey. Who was the other you were going to mention? Oh, Light Yagami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't want to go next? And we could switch it up? I mean, I don't mind going next. No, no, no. Or, Finish okay. your thought because it can go into what I really want to talk oh. about. Like, with Light Yagami or... Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've already finished my thought with, you know, the Joker. Joker. My second villain is I'm going to give the credit to Yasmin because Yasmin is the one that gave me this idea. Light Yagami Finally, I get credit for something. <laughs> Light Yagami, the anime character from Death Note, and the show Death Note, of course, was aired here years ago. For me, it would always be the, like, oh my god, best. That is an anti-hero. No, please don't fight me. But, like, it was the best anime on my, it's top tier for me. Death Note is is top tier for me. And I read the manga. That was one of the few mangas I actually read before it became a like. My brother, we have the, we have it. Like, I didn't know my brother had his own uh, Death Note manga version. I also have mine's completed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's like all black and it's like matted black. And oh my God. Yeah. Okay. For people (laughs) who don't know what, you know, Death Note is, Death Note is about a, um, a genius kid. He's like 17 at the time. His name is Yagami Light. He's smart as hell, number one in his class. All he does is study, 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 but he's attractive and he does his own thing. Girl so, is attractive. The I know. psychos are always attractive. <laughs> I know. He was minding his own business, walking one day, and he sees a, a black book and it says Death Note on it. So he's just like, okay, a journal, cool. He opens the book and there are a set of rules, like whoever's name that you write in it, they will die by a heart attack. If you want them to cause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless, you know, you write another cause for it. So, you know, he's watching TV and he's just like, you know what, let me test it. 
there's a standoff where it's on the news with some guy going crazy, trying to kill somebody. Like, he's a criminal and he's doing a hostage situation. So he's watching, he goes, huh, let me write this guy's name down. He writes the guy's name down and the guy has a heart attack and he passes away right there. So the people are saved. And then it comes to his head like, oh crap, I have this power. Mm-hmm. I can help the world. And then of course, the he's seeing more criminals on TV, more criminals that are coming up in the paper and he's just going crazy writing their names and they're having heart attacks to pass away. But oh, I don't know if you mentioned this, uh, mm-hmm. that um, they, there becomes a problem where you do need their face and name in order yeah. for it to work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Which you is, so yeah, much. I realized that with the, and he realized that later on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, Thank you for mentioning that. I was with this or no? I feel like everybody's seen that, but like there's just so many people getting into like, anime now like I don't know how much we want to like reveal in the show but sure and then of course he's got his guardian you um Ryuk which is like a demon that follows him everywhere around who likes apples telling him like hey this is how the book works it's my book but you have it and I have no choice but to be your guardian like hold on can I can I say how cute this is I I mean it's a very dark story okay it's very Mm -hmm. dark however I think it's so cute the reason why he loves apples (laughs) yeah yeah there's no apples in the realm that he's in and because it's so sweet and he's been around stuff that is so rotten like the metaphor of that apple is just so beautiful the tree of life yes Mm -hmm. yep Yep. the garden of eden oh my god i I yeah so you know with everything that so, you know, the people in the city are debating like Kira is a menace, he's evil. And then you got people are just saying Kira is amazing. And then you got parents that are saying, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, Kira is going to come for you. You know. Yeah, that's, that sounds like La Llorona. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yes, and I'm dead ass. I swear to you, I was going to say that. Really? But I didn't know how, how you would feel with it coming out like that. So I was, yeah, no, I'm no, glad no. you went for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Basically, like, that but of course his father is chief of police and they're being investigated and but the thing you got to ask yourself was he doing wrong because believe it or not Yasmin I was team light the whole entire time trust me I was there with you too but the relationship between him and L by the way after L the story like that's yeah like oh yeah it was bad so just explain it was okay it wasn't bad but it was it just like the batman and the joker situation l and light oh my god like they balanced each other out i freaking loved it it was it was but continuing with it you know his father was chief of police and they were beginning to investigate it and they hired him which was you know kind of effed up because you know the father didn't know his son was Kira but at the same time because he's such an intelligent guy light is he was over here yeah he was over here basically still doing what he was doing while keeping track of what his dad and the police force were doing remember he had the opportunity to even make this easier for him because Ryu which is a demon told him that you could also get the eyes where you could see where you could see somebody's name, their age, and the time limit of the life that they have left. 
Yeah. Even yeah, you remember Ryuk even told Light that I know the time frame to when you're gonna pass away, but you can squeeze me, you can beat me down, you will never know what it is. Mm-hmm. But just know if you decide to get the eyes from me, it cuts your life in half. And he said, no, reason why I plan to be Kira for the longest time. And eventually I'm going to try to find a prodigy, which is how he met the other chick, Misa Misa. Yeah. Who actually and I love her. Dude, they, yep. they remind me so much of like the Joker and Holly Quinn. Exactly. Because he abused her emotionally, not physically. He didn't even want her from the jump. It was just kind of like, you know, a guy that settles for a chick. Like, okay, you know, she cute. She, I don't really, I might as well. Because she's bae in a way. But, you know, she'll hold me down no matter what. It was one of those situations. And she had the eyes. You got to think of it this way. um, L was trying to stop Light from what he was doing. He knew he was a genius just like Light and he knew that um, Light was Kira from the jump. Knew it from the jump. But the thing about it, Yasmin, was what Light was doing a bad thing? Because I sat here and I've thought about it since the show. I said, I understand how it looks, but what Light was trying to do was a good thing. He was trying to make the world better. Yeah, by getting rid of like a bunch of evil evil people. people. He was getting rid of evil people. He wasn't trying to get rid of just random people. And the randoms that he did get rid of, he kind of had no choice because if those people knew what he was doing, they would have tried to stop him. Right, but see that becomes a problem because then you lose your sense of morality at that point because it's no longer about doing what he thought was justice and there's that whole thing like I even tell my kids don't do justice yourself let the justice system do it listen we're not going to talk about that right now okay we're talking about an anime (laughs) but like you know the the thing is at some point that's where you start seeing if you're going to start killing off innocent people just to do your justice then it becomes an issue because you start losing your morality soon. And remember, he thought he was God at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's then, like you know, there's God. so many videos of people analyzing this situation. It's so funny. Yeah, it's like, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I completely understood where he was coming from. He was getting rid of bad people, trying to make the world a better place. So was he really evil? I don't think so. I honestly think he was a misunderstood guy. Yeah. Especially with how that ended. Guys, I'm going to give another spoiler. So you may want to forward this, you know, about the show and the manga, if you've never read it or watched it, was the ending of it where he finally got caught by Elle's prodigies. Mm-hmm. You remember it was N yeah. and I forget what the other one's name was. Yeah, but, but it, it, it was, no, I think it was just N. I don't know. I no, there was fun. another one. There were oh, two okay. prodigies. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, okay. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen it. We're talking about. I know. It's like, yeah, it's been a hot minute. But when he finally got caught, especially in front of his dad, and they're just like, we knew it was you for a while now. We just need to catch you in action. I feel that was the first time since he got the book was when he was vulnerable because he went crazy and he just goes, oh, you guys are going to try to kill me? No, I'm going to try to kill you before you guys stop what I'm doing. And the notebook that he received was fake. Yeah. 
And then he went crazy and he's just like, dad, you have to understand what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make the world a better place. And his dad was just like, you're arrested. You can't do this. And then he goes crazy. And then Reek says, your time's up. And he writes his name in the notebook and he passes away. But the saddest thing about it though, is that there was still evil going on in the world. So then you ask yourself the question, was there a point to what Light Yagami was doing? I mean, sure, like, you can say yes, right? But even so, like, there's always gonna be evil in the world. But you know what I find interesting is after he passed away, do you remember he went to, where did he go? Hell or something? He like went that? into like a middle place. It wasn't heaven or hell but yeah, he was like in limbo right but remember what they you know part of the contract of him writing that do you remember he was he was going to be punished for it and so he was writing what what was it he was like in a don't you remember he was writing forever yeah yeah he was writing oh my goodness After sorry it's such good anime huh oh yes 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 he did write people's names yeah, and then he, he was stuck doing. Some... Yeah, he was stuck doing that uh, forever. So it's just kind of like the irony. <laughs> and you got to think to yourself, L. L to me, L pissed me off watching him because I'm just like, you're not gonna one up light. And then on top of that, think of it this way: L's name was L, whereas Light's name was Light. Mm-hmm. When you think of light, at least you, to me, analyzing heaven, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and then you I got mean, they played a lot of concepts of that in the yeah. show. Or like, in the like, it's like seeing, like, legit, we see the light. I see what's going on. I see the change I want to see. Whereas L is just trying to shut that down. He's just like, I don't even care. I'm just shutting down your whole operation. You're not God. You, like Kira's crazy. I mean, he's not, he's not God. wrong by that though. He's not wrong into thinking that because it's always that thing. Don't like you can't play God. Yes, these people need to be punished, but at the same time, you can't play God. It's that like that. Yeah, it's like lights Batman. I'm sorry. It's like L was Batman in a way. It's like, do you know how many people could be saved if these other people were gone? It's like, you know, you're reducing the crime rate, um, the crime rate. But at the same time, it is true. We cannot play God. But it was like, in this sense, I totally understood where light was coming from. And I was team Kira. I really was team Kira. Those debates together with people, people are just like, I know, I know. I, I was team Kira all the way. Yeah, I, I was like, you understood what I'm coming from. Yeah. He was trying to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, but at the end of the day, I guess, <laughs> no, like that like storyline has always bothered me because it's like, you're conflicted. Yeah. Listeners, yeah. if you had the power, would you take out um, criminals and people who are, who do essay and people who like to, to, you know, are other women or are other guys, children, you know, people who touch children, like he was taking those people out. The yeah, only time the justice system wasn't doing anything. And that's when exactly, exactly. He only took out an innocent person that was trying to stop him. 
that's it. He never just, like, if we were in that anime, he never just looked at me and said, okay, Catherine, you took a candy bar from the store. I'm gonna write your name so you can have a heart attack and you're out. Like, you know, it was just like, okay, Catherine, you beat this dude's A and you, were, you basically stabbed him three times in hopes of killing him. Yep, I am definitely writing your name in this book. Yeah. You know, huh, that's a tricky one. I feel like it's more trickier than the Joker because like I said, the theme behind the Joker is mental health. Whereas the theme behind, you know, Death Note is just like, is it bad if you have the power to make the world a better place? So, is it a bad thing? You know, we don't know in what aspect any- though. Right, but like here's okay. So now I can get into my uh, segment. Now, I I had a hard time trying to come up with what villains I want to talk about. But since I'm a storyteller myself, I'm like, you know what? Let me talk about it in the writing and what writers have been doing, which I freaking love. Um, you know, traditionally, if you look at like stories uh, that is told to us in children form. A villain is a villain, no matter what they do, they are a villain, right? And um, as story progress and people are like hungry for more, like, I guess, mm, a different sort of, I guess we can say this is like a different form of morality, right? You know, uh, I think in the mid 2000s, early 2000, actually, with The Sopranos, you have the birth of the anti-hero, right? Um, A lot of things um, a lot of writers have been doing lately is that you take what used to be a villain and you try to, I don't want to say normalize them, but like get the audience to understand their ideals, right? And this is where you come in, Catherine, where you start feeling conflicted because you know what he's doing is wrong, but at the same time, it's like- Understandable. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. It's like the sense of justice within, right? And, you know, I've always thought that this was an interesting topic I don't know if Light would be considered an anti-hero because I don't think he's written out. No, I don't think so. Because like, honestly, anti-heroes are like, like the guy from The Soprano or, um, oh gosh, uh, Walter from Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? It's like, they were like this concept of an anti-hero and like what they say here is like anti-heroes are type of characters in fiction who serve a main characters that lack traditional like heroic elements or qualities like courage but we love them anyways because we understand where they're coming from and light is one of them uh right now i'm waiting for the show to like finish but Attack on Titans, I know you and I started, but I think you drifted off. Let me tell you, Attack on Titans. Oh, okay. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this because I don't, I don't want to be too spoilery or whatever, but like in order for me to continue, like it's going to be a little bit spoilery. So I'll do the non-spoiler first. Okay. Um, so with Attack on Titans, you get it, right? So uh, for those who don't know, there is, uh, oh God, I can't remember the city right now, but there is the city where uh, Aaron Yeager lives, right? 
and it's like surrounded by three layers of wall and these like two little I don't know like outskirts if you will and you know they're living in peace up until the titans come and start destroying their city right so in this sense the titans are the villain as the story progresses, okay I'm gonna get a little bit spoiler here right now as the story progresses these titans become more than what they realize because they thought it was just like this nonsensical monsters they don't have a brain you know almost like zombie like and they're just here to attack us but they have no way of like killing them right so we start sympathizing for the people now there's a whole issue with like the you know people fighting against people it happens right uh it's a means of survival and that's like the human nature of us right and but getting to the point is that once we find out that titans are actually people then we're like whoa so now we've changed perspective are the titans actually evil mm, probably not they're just a zombified titan you know what i mean but then there comes ways where like people who turn into titans have intelligence in them which is interesting so uh Aaron Yeager is actually one of the titans right and he has one of the major titans well anyways as the story progressed we start learning that there is another city oh, give me a second I'm trying to remember the name of these uh um okay sorry I had to look it up because this is what's bothering me okay Aaron Yeager is from Paradise Island. And then um, once they discovered that there is a world beyond the walls and they find the ocean, there's a lot of metaphors in the show, but that's not the point that uh, I'm talking about Attack on Titans for. And they realized that where they come, originally come from, it's from um, a place called Marley. But once they find out that's where they come from, people had the power because um, they used the serum to turn into uh, Titans. Well, the thing is, once Aaron understood the timeline, right, because he had what was the founder of the Titans, meaning, oh boy, here we go. He, he literally, he saw the future past and present. This man... For him to stop like this whole changing everybody into Titans, this dude, wait, do you even care, Kat? You know, no, I'll let okay. you go. I'll okay. let you go. <laughs> okay. So I read the manga from beginning end. Uh, a lot of people are still catching up with the anime. Aaron commits genocide for the purpose of he wants no more Titans. He doesn't want people turning into Titans. And he himself already knew that he did not want to procreate. He was willing to sacrifice himself and uh, wipe out half of the world so there will be no more Titans. How does he do this? He tries to eat the other major Titans so he possess all of them. In order for him to do that, like you lose your sanity almost. You know what I mean? So his friends and his people were like, yo, when they found out what he was planning, what he was doing, some of them still stuck by uh, Aaron, just like Mikasa, right? First off, Mikasa, oh my God, I fucking love her. <laughs> and, but like she, she stood by Aaron because that was his friend. 
and also sorry that was her friend and also you know she loved him but at the same time like she knew he was wrong but she still protected him you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so the thing is there's this thing that writers do so because I kind of went on a ramble that I find really interesting you take a character whether they become the villain or they are or they were the villain and they they give us this perspective of almost kind of like the best way it's like Thanos it's like you know what they're doing is wrong but like like you said Kat we understand where they're coming from because you're doing it for your people right and it's almost that you're taking justice in your own hands situation and it's a lot. yeah and I think um it's interesting what Aaron Yeager did in Attack on Titans and you can see it with many other characters as well um I have like a list over here but I was just like I think generally where I want to come from is I appreciate writers who do this where they give us our inner conflict of like the right and wrong situation you know what I mean and almost like humanize some of these characters not every character needs to be humanized I'm I'm gonna say that right now okay but like when they do it like with characters like uh like um um Aaron Yeager even when they do it with um there's this video game and um it is uh handsome people would know him as handsome Jack but it's that like something is being done to them and then whether they Ah, it's like one of those things it's like they're doing the right things the wrong way <laughs> you know what oh, I, mean? I understand yeah and I love villains like that another thing that I love what writers have been doing especially DC you know pat yourselves in the back because I really love this it's like when they took you know when they started taking Maleficent and other villains and they are trying to almost give them a story to the reason why they started doing their evils like Cruella uh-huh yeah Cruella I want them to do one for Ursula I'm pretty sure they will eventually yeah. they will uh-huh that, I, like I want a storyline of Ursula because I already know dude <laughs> that mofo got mm, I know he did her wrong What's his name? Honestly, I love Cruella. Oh, what's his name again? Uh, uh, the. Oh my God, I'm blanking out. Um, Maleficent. We got Maleficent. Oh, no, no, we got no, Mar- no. Uh, got- the Little Mermaid's father. Oh, King Triton. Mm-hmm. Asshole. Every storyline I've ever heard him in, because he he comes from um. The Greek mythology. He yeah, always yeah. has some arrogant backup effed up story and he a dog he's just like zeus zeus you you know what that's another thing zeus is a villain Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh think about it no i don't think he's an anti-hero nothing a lot of people see zeus as his villain if you look at the stories like if you look at what he does to his siblings to his family what he did to like uh what he did in order for um what's her face to like make Hercules go crazy? Zeus's wife. Era, at least in the Disney movie. 
I think it's a no well yeah no it's the same it's yeah era. like in Greek mythology he was married to another person but in the like Disney Look, version dude, he's married to era okay because the thing is the whole reason why um era was such an asshole to Hercules is because he was birthed from Zeus and yep. uh, a mortal so she went yeah do you see all the like shit that he's done he was he's going down he like, tricks he was getting them claps those cheeks claps well he was clapping them cheeks after a while she might be like Mimi so delusional like why like why are you still with him like he right. had, do you know how many for the money and the power so many children anyway sorry I, I'm, I'm like drifting off to the wrong thing sorry he pisses me <laughs> off like I love this story but I was like I just realized I was like you know what depending on the story because I know Disney like uh as much as I like Disney and I hate them at the same time because I was like you take stories where and people do effed up yeah I remember like, I said it in our Disney episode they like to swiffer a lot of stuff <laughs> like, like they made Zeus such a wholesome father I'm like no He's not. Anyway, why you gotta lie, Disney? Why you gotta lie? No, why you gotta lie? He had multiple women, multiple <laughs> children everywhere. Like that, like, ooh, my goodness. But anyways, uh, my point is like, I really like when writers start writing anti-heroes. Like you are almost not every character, because I want to be careful how I say this, because um I think it's really interesting when you start humanizing. A character and giving us a different perspective where it's just like okay I see where he comes from right I see where he comes from and whether it's right or wrong you know what I mean yeah yeah that's all I was gonna say <laughs> I'm done with mine but yeah I have I feel bad because I have a lot of characters in mind it's just for some reason I'm blanking out and I was just like you know why I actually wrote a paper about this in college with the whole mm. anti-hero situation. I at one some like at some point was obsessed with anti-heroes because it's just like some of the anti-heroes you can relate to them, right? Because you you do these bad things to either support your family, you know, give back to your community and all this stuff. I'm not saying what they do is right, like Aaron you really had to commit genocide. You really had to get like half of the population. I understand why you're doing it because you're trying to kill it. But at some like sometimes you gotta think just cause you think what you are doing correct at this very moment doesn't mean that when you are gone, it's going to change. Things are gonna start back up again because there's this theory with Attack on Titans where, where oh, spoiler well we've been spoiling alerting this whole thing but like Aaron dies and the thing is injustice you know what that's a spoiler happen. I don't think I needed but it's okay I asked for it I asked for it damn so, okay no it's you okay, said it's okay. It. I actually no, I remember the that's like, it's okay. I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, damn, I didn't expect you to say that one, but it's okay. I'm, I'm not taking it personal. At least okay. it's revenge <laughs> for the Jocelyn, I mean, for the Mimi thing, so. Oh, oh, wait, well, who did I say the Mimi for? No, Mimi, Love and Hip Hop. That, no, 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 you know, who, who did I give that example for? I talked, I, I said it so fast. 
Oh, crud. Damn. Well, I am drinking wine, if that gives me an excuse. Okay, I have ADD, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, the point is, you know, um, yeah, he dies, girl. <laughs> Damn. At least saving the world. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. This is this is the point that I like what writers do is that even though he did what he did and he still passed away, there's still injustice happening afterwards. And I don't think the Titan powers ever died. Just I don't remember. Like I, I, like I read it. I read it last year. Uh, I read the manga last year. So I'm waiting for like the uh, animated version to be fully completed so I can binge watch it because. Mappa, you doing me good, man. <laughs> Mappa is the uh, studio production that is animating um, the season four of part one and two. So, so when I say Mappa, I meant like the production studio. But yeah, mm-hmm. well, that wraps up my thoughts. So, oh, and of course, tell us who your favorite villain is. Probably explain why. So, um, I'm really obsessive with the anti-heroes one like the joker like i said the you know as evil as he is the joker's unique character it's the joker food for thought i always wonder if kratos is like an anti-hero do you know who kratos Hmm. is from that game that video game right yeah, I don't know too much about the game. I know who he is, but I don't know too much about the game storyline. And I'm not talking about the new version of God of War, like the revamp 2018 one. I'm talking about the one for the PlayStation 2 and 3, um, because they have a storyline. They brought in all the um, uh, um, Greek mythology uh, people in there, and it's just like, I understand why, like, I understand what, why he did what he did, but it's just like, I don't know if he really falls under, um, an anti-hero because he starts off as this like arrogant character, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. And his drive was always his wife. I noticed that even with the second one, when they revamped it for the 2018 one, like we start off with him his wife dead i'm just like jesus christ kratos don't don't get remarried just 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 don't (laughs) like i don't even know if the other kids still exist in that universe but you have your your son there's a trend here with passing soulmates i mean one version (laughs) the joker became the joker because he lost his soulmate so yeah and then the other theme is like one character can't be without the other yeah yeah Okay, that's a wrap on our thing. <laughs> so hopefully that gives you food for thought. I I like I don't know anti-heroes, they're dear to my heart. So in terms of storytelling, Ursula, make us an Ursula film, please. Ugh, I want to see it. <laughs> Maleficent. Oh, I should say Maleficent was my favorite, uh, is my favorite villain. I, I guess I said was because after they did the Maleficent movie, she became the anti-hero. See, I'm so obsessive with anti-hero. I love it. I love it. Because she did what she did because that man, he a dog. King off. Uh, what was it? No, what that was, was your friend. 
Like she do your eyebrows. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the, like, anybody's watched Love and Hip Hop. That's a Carly Red quote. She was just like, the chick was cheating, like was sleeping with some other chick's man. And she said, that's so fake. Like she do your eyebrows, man. Like how you do it. Uh, yeah. You know what's so funny? Something that I always quote um, when when I don't, you know, like whenever like you tell me about certain topics, especially like uh, in love and hip hop, and you're like, "Yes, man, this hoe did da 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 da," and I was just like, "I don't care. That ain't my friend." <laughs> right. Okay, now for a segment, Ivamos gonna cheese me, dude. I'm so excited. Okay, first, okay, breaking news because this is literally popping on my Twitter feed as we speak at the time of this recording. <laughs> okay, now I've said this before, and I know I keep saying it, so like this will be the last time I'm gonna say this. I've been an OG K-pop listener for a while. And then, <laughs> Big Bang is coming back. They're gonna have a comeback. Dude, they've been off the radar. Oh my God, girl. I gotta tell you the tea at different time. There was a huge controversy with Big Bang. Like, mm, like somebody, I remember somebody told me, uh, I, I was driving somebody in an Uber and I told them the controversy with Big Bang. They were like, you lying. I know you lying. This sounds like it's straight off a movie. They went into their Google and then they searched up Big Bang controversy and she was like, oh, sorry, I don't want to misgender them, but like, they were like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was it. Like, oh, wow, you were right. Like, this is true. I was like, I told you. Yeah. What was yeah. the controversy? Wow. Ooh. Okay, really quickly. One of the members, was kind of like in this little ring of disgusting men. We were talking about CEOs, actors, other singers. They were literally taking photos of girls and sharing it within them. And mm -hmm, essays and mm -hmm. they are in jail as they should. However, I do want to say this, and a lot of people have said this, even the uh, Korean community has said this. The punishment of stuff like this is not high enough in Korea. It is not really that punishable. And when we found out what the sentence were, oh yeah. They really, they really need to adjust that. Like that's, that's crazy that, you know, someone can do something like that and get like what, three years or something like that. Yeah, it, it was like really less. Like they made it seem like it was like a petty punishment or something with, with the punishment that they got, that sounded like a petty one. Anyways, we're not gonna get into that. However, so I'm hoping that idiot doesn't come in and it's just like the, um, so yeah, they're coming, they're making a comeback. So, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I see it right here. <laughs> I have the little blur thing, sorry, it's a blur, but it says the King Bing Bang, it's a Bing Bang. <laughs> That's how excited I am. I can't even speak English right now. Big Bang is having a comeback April 5th. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But I do wanna, yeah, no, girl, girl, girl. This is the one time I was mad you were asleep. You were asleep. 
Twitter was lit. You know, I told you. You know how like you boast about the uh, black Twitter? Yeah. Army Twitter has about the same energy. I'm telling you. Jay Baldwin tried us. They really did. And the Latin artist, the... right? Uh huh. Jay Baldwin, the Latin artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless there's another one. Well, anyways. Well, oh. not everybody knows who he is, so, you know, just in case. You know what? He's irrelevant at this point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Play and play. Okay. Oh, oh my God. So many things. One, let me start off by this. I used to F with him so bad. His Same. music was bomb. Like, I, I really did. When he, he came up around, if I remember correctly, like uh, Maluma, uh, Bad Bunny, you know, he was in that genre, right? Or like in that era. My thing is this. I don't know if the fame, it's one of those sad stories where the fame has finally got to you. Like, his delusion is getting so bad that there is this other reggaeton artist, Residente, that did a diss track and like burned his ass rightfully so because after he accepted an award that he should not have, then he put women in Like, what is this? Like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, I swear, he must be watching them hentais or something, because that's the only place you'll ever see that bullshit. You know, putting in a music video, putting chains on a woman and then make, like, walking her. What is this? Like, what? Anywho. That's a future mess. So, um, it's very unfortunate that I picked up Jay Baldwin as, I think he's the first Latin artist to be picked up through Hype. Hype is the new company from Big Hit, and if this sounds familiar, it's because BTS is under Big Hit. So it transitioned to Hype. Hype is supposed to be this international collective artist, so they've signed people on like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, among other, other, you know, other people. Okay, so the thing is, Jay Baldwin is about to go on concert, and you know, merch is coming out. Um, the, the thing is, Twitter was lit when you saw that BTS and J Balvin were like trending at the same time. So I went to go see what is going on. I usually don't look at any of his stuff on Twitter, but something possessed me to click on it. Yo, I was bombarded with armies going ham on him because he had put out, I'll put it on the Instagram, but um, he had put out a light stick that is a copy of the BTS ARMY light stick. I'm gonna tell you this right now. This whole light stick situation is comes from K-pop. You don't see any other artists do it. The most that we'll do is bring those like light up sticks and you know, mm -hmm. when you go to a rave and stuff like that, like, or like you'll have the bracelets. Uh, Bad Bunny is now doing the light up bracelets, which is cool, it's, you know, it's cute. However, I'm just like, what? For some reason, J Balvin and the management team thought it would be a good idea to get a light stick. The biggest pet peeve of mine is that they called it a light toy. Girl, girl, what? I was, oh, dude, I went ham on Twitter. It got so like fun. I would say so much fun because people were actually liking and retweeting me. <laughs> That's, That's how you cute. know. Dude, I was like, I was Catherine for a moment. 
So basically, just to make, like, so I have understanding, I basically asked my classmate, hey, I didn't do my homework. Can I please copy it? I switched up some words, and I basically did the essence of it and said I was original. No. But the fact is, they called it a life boy. I was like, what is this? Ugh, it was so annoying. I think um, because we blew up Twitter, really, like, mm, I think we were blowing up on Twitter so much about this uh, situation that within maybe less than 20 minutes, they took it off the website as they should. Ah! Yeah. And then some, like, I started seeing some idiots started, sorry, I shouldn't call them idiots, but you know, anyways, um, the, the thing is like, a lot of them were like, oh, but isn't Jay Bowen under hype? Yes. But I think a lot of people don't understand that when you create an item, a merchandise, whatever it is, you, you still have that copyright law with your material. So yes, you could be under the same, uh, company and you can still plagiarize yourself or you could still plagiarize each other you know what i mean company does it sometimes they'll plagiarize their own song they'll plagiarize their own like uh company what whatever it is it, but there's still a protection law when it comes to you creating stuff you know what i mean so it's kind of like you and me cat like if we start creating merch and then maybe you want to drift off and like create your own stuff girl if you do something similar to the let's speak Here's the suing paper. <laughs> and it's just like, here's the counter sue. It's just like, you I can't counter sue that. <laughs> you can't counter sue that. <laughs> well, anyways, that's all I was going to say. And, you know, clearly, Jay Baldwin didn't like learn his lesson from Residente. I made a joke on Twitter where I said, clearly, like, Jay Baldwin didn't like, uh, you know, understand the message that Asenenta did. So armies came back with the KO. <laughs> like, yeah, and I put the one where it's like, we're putting our hair back and we're putting on that. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. I love that meme. Mm -hmm. You know what I find interesting is that BTS knows what happens on the internet because on the interview with James Gordon, because James Gordon uh, kind of like shaded, I can't remember what he said, but he like shaded uh, something about BTS. Armies were quick on Twitter and went straight in and got on his ass and BTS was like, so you were under hot water with armies. You okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so BTS will be doing that since they're under the same company. I'm pretty sure they're gonna like give him a tweet. Hey. You okay? You just got in. What are you doing? You just walked into the building and you you fighting with army? Okay. <laughs> That's just me being petty, but whatever. <laughs> okay, my news is gonna be short, but I don't know how to think about this. This is about the Murray show. So yesterday they announced after 20 plus years, the Murray show is going to be canceled. Yes! Canceled? Yes, Why? they're canceling the Murray show. No, you can't cancel a show like that. Right. You I'm not sure Dude, you could end the contract, but why are you canceling it? I don't know why. That was my after school special. Right. Do you know how many times when I was sick, like I was at like, you know, when you're sick and you can't go to school. And I used to watch the Murray show with my bowl of soup on the couch going, 
You know, you said a bowl of soup. You know that's your baby. Like, stop playing. You know that's your baby. And the result is, you are the father. Hallelujah. I knew it. I knew you was the father. You know, stop playing in with her. The early season, uh, season one of our podcast, like, we did talk about Murray. Right. You know that's your baby, Murray. And then there are times I'm just like, girl, that ain't your, like, you know damn well that's not that man's baby. Stop playing with him. How many baby fathers are out there right cheater? now? Were madness they showing like cheating as well. Cheating? Didn't they yes. Cheating? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to think about it right now. How many baby daddies are actually relieved at the fact <laughs> that they are going to be put on blast? How many baby mamas are not going to get clout? I feel bad for the cameramen because you know they built their life going to the gym and jogging. You know, like a track one to be able to chase the women when they go. And they run to the back. Absolutely. I'm going to miss those moments so bad. We need to be exposed to how many women in the world do not know who their baby, well, in America, do not know who their baby daddies are. It's wild. So I'm just like, what's going to fill the void of the Murray show? What is? Like, you know what? Not. They could mm -hmm. pull a Kardashian. You know how, like, the Kardashian was like, oh, we're done with this show, but then they're right. on Disney Plus. Can you believe it? Disney Plus took them. So, which is funny because they all baby mamas, <laughs> except for one. They're all baby mamas, which is what I find hilarious. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Mm -hmm. What if? Okay, so they cancel it on um, on on the network. What if yeah. someone like Peacock would like be like, you know what? We'll put the Murray over here, and they'll bring they'll give them right, right. So technically, they won't be gone. Like I thought yeah, you were gonna maybe say something like, quick. "Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something like uh, the guy retire with like retire or something like that." But I nothing guess. yet, from what I've read up to date, as uh -huh. of today, nothing yet. I don't want the Murray Show to be canceled. I'm brokenhearted. It's been on the air twenty plus years. I grew up with the Murray Show. I feel like, very different though, because I stopped watching the show. Sad. I stopped watching. Like, the show. So you are the father, or you're not the father. And then they go running in the back and do Did my man cheat on me? So when it comes to, like, sorry, Janet, you asked Jonathan, did he cheat on you? The lie detector test proves that it is a lie. What? What? And then she started hitting him. You cheated on me? You cheated on me? Or then you got the other one. Did you talk to that girl at your job attempting to sleep with her? No, I didn't, Murray. The lie detector. <laughs> You're telling the truth. Ah! <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. Baby, I'm so sorry. I should have never doubted you. Right. I should have never done that. Come here. We can still take me back. Like, How much did they get paid? I know the Murray is a millionaire. I know that for a No, fact. I don't care about Murray. I'm talking about the people who get on the show. I'm pretty sure they get paid like $500 for their appearance on there or some crap like that. Hmm. But yeah. Should be a and then you just higher. sit there. Do you want free tickets to the Murray show? Oh, I love those. Or like, do you want to be like a participant or whatever, like being in the right. background? Yeah. Do you have a story that you want to tell Murray? Call 1-800- Da, da 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 Murray, or whatever the number is. Yeah, you know what I love? It's when they start coming up with scenarios because they probably heard it on the news. 
and they'll do that as an announcement. The most iconic episode I've seen is when Little Nas X came on the Murray show to hash out his Well, You told me that last year. You were like very geeking out over that. It was a good ass episode. I was like, Little Nas X, why are you here? Like, listen, you can handle this behind closed doors. But you know what, at the end of the day, I feel you. If you need to be on the Murray show to get your problems out, let's do this. <laughs> for a last hurrah, we should get on the Murray. <laughs> right. Let's come up with the scenario. <laughs> right. We just need a guy. Me. Did my best friend cheat on me with my fiance? Let's <laughs> We just gotta find a guy that'll be willing to pull out. Like, listen, we'll pay you 800 bucks if you just sit there. 800 is all about out of Catherine's money. That has mm. nothing to do with the Let's Geek Association or. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> and now it's time for our segment. Damn, Damn bruh. Bruh. That's, That's wild. wild. I always where try to I... be in sync with you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's where I find a credible, true story from around the world that actually happened. And, and this is from. You. I'm really excited for this one. This is from mirror.co.uk. Shout out to them because they're one of the websites to get like a good chunk of my, you know, stories from. Mm -hmm. And this story is called, I hated the engagement ring my fiance bought me. So I asked him to buy me a new one. So there's a It sounds reasonable, but somewhere in this story. Yeah, I've seen this happen a lot. Okay, go ahead, tell your story, and we'll talk about wow. it. You know what, okay. So this is actually a TikTok <laughs> video, and I will put the comments, so you, you know, I'll always post the link to our wild stories. So there's this woman, I, I don't know what state she lives in, but she and her boyfriend have been together, I think like seven plus years or something like that. Uh -huh. And he has always, she has always told her when they've talked about marriage, that she wants a unique kind of ring, like some diamond ring that has a halo on it. That's just the one she wants. Yeah, so yeah. her boyfriend, after working a while and you know scrapping and saving up money, he buys her a diamond crusted ring that's in the shape of a heart. So he gets down on one knee, God knows where he did it, maybe a party, whatever. And you know, she accepts like, oh my God, I'll get married, I love you. But then when she looks at the ring, she's kind of like, ah, this is not the ring that I wanted. So she basically said that she asked him like, hey, can you give me another ring? Cause I don't like the ring that you bought me. So of course people on TikTok were mad and she was just like, I'm sorry, that's not the ring that I wanted. And you know, there are people in the comment section saying, you're crap, you're this, you're that. He took his time out to buy it cause it was unique. And she's just like, I understand how y'all feel, but this is not the ring I wanted. Like I wanted a diamond crested ring with a halo on it. So her boyfriend was better than me personally, went, took the ring back to the jewelry store he bought it from, got a refund back and exchanged it for the diamond crusted, you know, engagement ring that she really wanted with the halo. So now I sit here and I'm just like, you are a charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. <laughs> so if you break down the letters of that word, charisma, C, uniqueness, you, nerves, and 
and talent. No, no, no. Personally, no. that's what I think you are because that is just a terrible thing to do. It's the thought that counts. So I'm just over here like, dude, this chick is materialistic as a mofo because you worked hard to save that money. You went to the store, you put a lot of heart and mind to it and got her this ring for her to be like, no, I don't like it, take it back and give me a brand new ring. So I guess the question is, what do y'all think listeners? Cause I think she's trash. And that to me is the first sign that it's not gonna work out. Seven years, yes. But once you get married, that shows the kind of person she's going to be. She's never going to be satisfied. And on top of that, she's materialistic, so. I mean, you should have known that. I'm, okay, here's my thing, right? You should have known that she wasn't shit in the relationship. Yeah. Think about it. Like, if you go and buy lunch, right? And then you come back with that lunch, and then you're just like, hmm... That's not the type of salad I asked for. I wanted a, what is it called? Like, I forget what it is. A Nikoi salad. Yeah, but you got me a sesame seed salad and I can't, I can't deal with this, okay? It's gonna be very hard to pick out the seeds (laughs) or something like that. Like you can tell like every, the thing, I know like we can be blinded by like certain yellow to red flags from people. I completely agree with you with the idea of like, you know, very unappreciative. However, how did she say it? Because well, here's I the mean, thing. Uh-huh. She wasn't really being arrogant with it. She was just telling a story like, yeah, I did it. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? She probably has sass and she knew like it was gonna get her attention. But no, my my thing is like, there's so many people who Like, for example, the man's like, listen, I know this is not the ring that you wanted, but like, you know, uh, on their anniversary, usually guys will like upgrade their rings or whatever it is and like do something cute like that. You know, that's very normal. Now, however, if he literally said in the video, listen, I couldn't get you that ring because like I'm broke, you know, I, I use my three salaries or whatever. And if she goes ahead and says, and you still could have gotten it for me. Like, How, how yo, do we not know that's yo. what the situation was? How do we not know? That's why I'm sitting here and I'm just but yeah, like, but you're this a is the whole, Listen, we're not about to have a Woolands moment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a part two. I said this about other situations before, but I'm just like, listen, I've learned from the Woolands, okay? <laughs> that I'm not gonna jump into conclusion. But, you know, people, they tell the story that they want to give you. You don't know the other side perspective. So don't jump on the bandwagon until you get the other side of perspective. Because if the guy- yeah, I'm going to return that ring back and said, you know what? I ain't even bothering. We done. Can you imagine say Over a rainbow? Like- Yes, man. To me, that's just so, like, terrible. Like, if my man buys me a ring, I'm going to take the ring. I am regardless. You know, but it's so just- you're picky with the man, but you're not picky with the ring. Interesting. Yasmin, it's about love. The guy at wet, he saved. He went to the store. He bought the ring that he could afford and put thought into it. He didn't just How go- How do you know if he could afford more though? Cause he went back and got her what she wanted. So clearly he can afford it. <laughs> to make her happy, which isn't a bad clearly. thing. But I'm just okay, over here so like, you better than me. You better What's the be. issue? It doesn't sound like they were in an argument. It doesn't sound, if he easily, hello? 
my goodness, my computer is ruining my conversation. Anyway, so uh, I lost my train of thought because my computer was so loud. Um, no, you were talking about the ring and then you said if he returned it. Yeah, without argument, like being, oh, this woman's so ungrateful. You're just jumping into conclusion. If he was able to go back and get her the ring smoothly, it's like, okay, baby, I'll go get you the ring that you want. Okay, thanks, babe. What, me? I'm just like, y'all, she's trash to me about that. I guess we don't know the full story. But for me personally, I'm just like, that's not cute. I know. And that's why you're still single. <laughs> you know what? I'm hard-headed. That's the reason why I'm single. And I'm not going to deal with BS. That's the reason why I'm single. He's so out there. If you, so if you get any type of ring, does that mean you settle for anything? No. <laughs> I'm not going to get a guy that's like freaking cheap with the ring or so. Like, I'm going to have a person that's oh, no, freaking no, but being cheap is one thing versus you getting a ring that you might think that the girl might like. So I don't know. I think this is interesting. Personally, me, I I slightly would care. I slightly would care the type of ring. Yeah. Mm -mm. But like, see, I've, I've noticed that there are some guys out there that will be slick with it. Well, they'll get the best friend or they'll get their guy friend or whatever it is. And um, they'll get the girl to like ask questions to get information out so they can go and find the, the right ring, you know? There will only be two ways you would piss me off with my wedding ring. You ready oh. here the two? Not going to Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> one, I feel like, okay, I'm gonna do it in order of two to one. So okay. number two, uh -huh. if I find out that ring with the diamond is fake, oh my gosh, I will go the F off. Those are one of the few times. Jasmine, you give me a wedding ring. I mean, so you give me an engagement ring and the diamond's fake, you got me F up. But once you get married, that shows the kind of person she's gonna be. She's never gonna be satisfied. And on top of that, she's materialistic, so. Ladies and gentlemen, the hypocrisy. No, 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 no. That's completely different. You got me effed up if that jewelry oh, is fake. Oh, look at that. So you could, no, that's the only women. time. Bougie. And then number one, Yasmin, because I've read about it and she I'm, had every right to go the this. F up. I'm gonna just drink this. The wow. Put the tea down. Put the tea down. I know all y'all women who are listening to this right now don't want a fake diamond ring. I wish he would. If you're oh, a soulmate okay. out there and you're watching this, I know she would. And the second, the number one, I will put you in a hospital if you ever play with me for what's number one, because I read about it. Why are you, you so violent? Ever, you know what? Why are you so violent? Are we ready? Because I'm about no, to get close why are you to the so camera. violent? No, because this one have me effed up, and Yasmin, it's going to have you effed up too. Are, can wow. we do a zoom in? Are we ready? Ladies for and gentlemen, one? the charisma unique. <laughs> Nerve and talent. <laughs> okay, are we ready for this one? Okay, go ahead. Whoever my soulmate is, if you ever in your life give me your last fiance's engagement ring, I will oh, put no, you I in a agree hospital. That. I agree that. Don't I play with that me. One. Don't play with me. I'm, I'm actually getting emotional over this. Don't play with me. I dare a man to play with me like that. I don't give a F how great that relation is. Relationship hey, Kat, is, I, I believe you. 
What? I have a question. Okay. Yeah. So she's trashy for asking for a different ring, but your logic is you go the F off if he gives you a fake diamond. Yes. 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 At least her diamond is real. At least her diamond is real, Yasmin. Yasmin, it's about love. The guy at went, he saved, he went to the store, he bought the ring that he could afford and put thought into it. He didn't- You know what? F you and your tea. Put the tea away. Put the tea away. <laughs> screw the, whatever brand that tea is. I'm not even drinking. Screw that tea. I'm not even drinking tea. Listeners, y'all know, coffee. I know a good chunk it's of y'all agree with me. <laughs> I will put somebody in the hospital if you ever give me your ex's wedding ring to you know save what? money. You know what? It's the pick and choose for me. It's the pick, pick and choose. choose for me. No, I'm done with you. I'm done. And that's a wrap on our show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time to do our artist of the week. Woo. Wait, wait, before we do that, can I just say one quick thing that I forgot to mention when you talked about um, Death Note? Yeah. Just like Kelly Osbourne, let me tell you, Netflix, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Because that Death Note trash that you put, how dare you? That was how, trash. How dare Terrible. you? Terrible. Absolutely not. Get out of here with that. Listen. Don't even watch that on Netflix. Just watch the original um, two-part Death Note movie that came out in Japan like a yes, years prior. Yes, the Japanese. That app, was good. I actually have them. I, I have both of them. Oh, okay. I have them in DVD. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Stop playing with me. You know what? Let the Asian uh, production do the adaptation. If you're not gonna do that, stop getting these white writers on the team. Do it in its original language and then leave it at that. That's how you can have a successful thing. Along with the stupid Dragon Ball. That shit should have never existed. Yeah, it's trash too. Put and the Avatar, trash. Somebody kill I'm it. Sorry, The Last Airbender, trash. Like, I don't understand. Just hire the actual correct writers and keep it in its original language, please with these crazy adaptations that it's ugh, oh my god i couldn't believe it the only thing i would give them props for was ryuk that's yeah. the only thing i'll give them yeah. ryuk yeah. and people made a uh, people made a meme out of ryuk where um they would uh uh cut um cut that actor out and they'll put themselves in and when Ryuk is going all over the place, it's it's a cute trend on on TikTok. I saw it. Uh, what is it? Last year or something like that. But yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I'm done. Sorry. Our I just I just week. couldn't forgive him. <laughs> Sorry. Our artist of the week is Denzel Harden, and this is interesting because I actually met him on Twitter. He just randomly followed me on Twitter. Yeah. I, I tweeted something and I think he liked my tweet or retweeted me. So I looked at his page just out of curiosity because I didn't know who he was at the time. And I realized he was an artist. So, you know, I DM'd him and he was like, sure, I'd love to be on your podcast. And he sent me his music and stuff. So thank you so much, Denzel, for letting us, you know, have your music. Hi guys. So this is Kat from the future. I made an error when I did Denzel's song. So we are not doing the song Floods. We are doing the song, You Got a Bad. So enjoy. Bye. Bye.
stressing. Uh, I know I had it easy then. You know that's a fact. Go watch me spend the thing you could had, yeah, yeah. So tell me what am I supposed to do? Do I wait or chase after you? Right now I got it back. I'ma bring it back. I'ma get it back. That girl, she's still mine. Doesn't matter if she got a new man. Her next man, her ex man, keep moving. I'm her best friend. I got the shot. I'm shooting. I can't let nobody move in. I can never let it go. That's stupid. My biggest fear in this world is losing. Just the thought of you choosing, girl, got me clueless, girl. Pull up on me one more time. I swear that I can free your mind. Don't go nowhere, girl, you mine. Now tell me what am I supposed to do? Do I wait or chase after you? I got it.